Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Let's do it. Let's do another week of the Lori and Julia show. Julia's rested. She took that three-day weekend. I'm sure she played a lot of pickleball because it was so lovely. It was lovely, actually. It was. Thank you, everybody. Great weekend. Happy Monday. Happy... You know, Weird Minnesota Monday. Oh, yeah. The eyes of the world are on us. Yes, they're on they are. us. And closing arguments happened. I watched some of that this morning. So did I. Upsetting all over again. Every time you see it, it never gets any. Right. You know, you're just like appalled every single time. But um, yeah, let's, let's, let's hope uh, the jurors can come to a decision. And, and I hope they find him guilty. Of, yeah, I don't I think know what charges, does. you yep, know, because they've every, got three different ones. Yep. So I don't know. I, I just know that anywhere you kind of go all over the city, it's jarring. It's jarring right now. To see yeah. National Guard and, you know, all of this. And there were protests at Governor Waltz. And I just, like yesterday, I was just, I just stayed home at my house. That and, was what my thought, you know. <laughs> that was my weekend. My North Once was, again, I didn't go out. There you go. <laughs> Rocco, did you, I, I had a cabin weekend. Nice. Yeah. It was super fun and it was beautiful up there and um, badminton, tennis, pickleball, loud tunes mm. outside, cocktails, played a ton of games, had a ton of food, laughed our butts off. Super fun weekend. How about you, Rocco? It was pretty laid back, chore weekend. We uh, cleaned and drained and refilled a hot tub for the first time. That was uh, not a ton of fun. No, but <laughs> you're getting ready for a hot tub season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, it got us through the winter. It was nice. And then we're like, you know what? It is time to clean off to the drain dead skin. It. Yep. And so that was, you know, now we People know People don't do, do that often because they usually treat that with chemicals. Yeah, and we do that. My wife's yeah. really good at the chemical, uh, you know, science. The chemical stuff, cleaning. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, we decided, all right, it's time to drain it, scrub it refill it yeah and yeah now i started researching how to pay somebody else to do that next time right i started working on the mildew on the exterior of the pontoon boat where the carpet is with a little mini pooch brush and i got like (laughs) mm, mm, the front of the pontoon boat done just you know this little it's a teeny tiny strip of carpet Mm -hmm. and i thought "Mm, there we go that's yeah. enough of that. That was, that, that was a good ADD Cleaning project. Cleaning a boat with a toothbrush, that well, would take a long time. Well, but there's just a teeny strip that kind of on the exterior part that it's exposed, and I'm just like, it didn't even come close to the original color, and I'm like, mm-mm. You're such a Virgo. That I'm a cleaner? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting it ready. Mm-hmm. I don't like dirty things. No, I know. Is, is that being a Virgo if I don't like dirty no, things? No, but that is a very Virgoian thing. Well, I didn't have help. 
Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, very, very much. I don't so. know who else was going to do it, but oh, Rocco, dear. did you like my Magnolia tree oh, yeah. pictures I sent you? Our goal was to get to Gertens and maybe uh, do some of that this weekend, but uh, it just didn't happen because of the because <laughs> the hot tub. The hot tub. It's two, not... two to three times longer than we thought it was going to. But yeah, we we my wife definitely wants a pretty flowering magnolia tree in the yard or a bush or something. So. Right, and the magnolia tree. I mean, that tree was like maybe six feet tall when we got it and mm-hmm. it is now double that and it's like it's so leafy and pretty right. even when the blossoms fall it's right. just a big full-bodied pretty tree yeah so i sent rocco some pictures because I, I thought it. that the snow last week was gonna you know take it down but it really looks pretty hey you got some blossoms this year yeah and my yard smells really good and i'm re- reading a great book another great book that you booked for which us. one is it well, we have a good one tomorrow. Yes, Girls we do. on Stilt Houses. Yes. This is the one, I think it's next week, one day, the 29th, and it's about. Is it the big the thick leaves? one? Yeah. Oh, the thick one. The, Five, oh, over 500 pages. Is, is it hard? Is it just epic? It's epic. It's it's so it's going to really be great. Good. It's really That one good. looked good. So I did a little of that. We went over and saw some friends, our, our really our COVID friends that we've been garaging with, garage barring <laughs> with. And. Uh, and like Casey and our friend Jean, they're fully vaccinated. So lucky hot pants, those guys. Mm-hmm. But they're married to two people who are just one in. So we just decided, you know, we'll just stick to the garage bars, yes. play some records, have some food. So, you know, it was it was nice. But I'm I'm uh, I know today they said everybody in the United States, 16 and older is eligible for right. for a covid vaccine. And um, I ran into someone today. That has not been sitting outside or in a restaurant since last March. Not even sitting outside. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She's worried she's going to give it to someone. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, my mom went to uh, an inside restaurant for the first time, and she's been vaccinated for like a month. But um, all of her friends live like 50 or 40 miles away, and nobody's really driving. Right. And so she went with a granddaughter, and she's like, it was so exciting going in a restaurant. Someone cooks for you. Someone right. makes you a beverage, and they clean up. It's awesome. So, and then, um, uh, you know how we go to Crutchfield, and they do that red light treatment, like on our sinuses or yes. whatever they're doing. Yep. Anyway, they're finding that this red light treatment that in Canada, they are having success. It's not, we're not quite there yet, but they're going to be able to red, Put it up your nose. red light to kill COVID, COVID in your nasal passages. Yes, and I heard there's also a nasal drop coming out yes. in Canada as well. Yes. That's awesome. There's The science is moving fast. It is. Yeah. It is moving fast. Mm-hmm. So, I, and you know, that, I don't know, is it rude is to ask someone right away, have you have you been vaccinated yet? Where are you on your vaccine? It, Not that's at what, all. That's what I've been doing. I don't I've think been asking people. I, I don't think that's rude at all. Yeah, all right. Be, well, and it just tells you what the temperature is, too, if you're going to where you know, if you can be unmaxed by them, if they've gone through both treatments. Or, right. I mean, or what, well, like you when know. I saw my nephew last week in, in, in Duluth, and he's 22, and, you know, he's a boy. And he's, I, I just said to him, you know, have you been vaccinated? And he just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And right. I said, well, it's free and let's get, you know, so we just signed, I signed him up and he got his, did he already get it? Well, he's in Wisconsin, but he got his, he got his first one and he got an appointment and right away and everything. So sometimes you just, people might, but people might not know. Like he was just like, uh, 
you know, he's just a, not, I don't want to call him a dumb boy, but he's a 22 year old kid and he's right. not maybe on top of some of the, Reading news. the newspaper every day. Exactly. Yeah. He's working and he's, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, meet a girl and get lucky, you know, other things mm-hmm. are on his mind. So anyway, yeah, I'm asking, but uh, we were having a discussion. Is that rude to ask no, somebody? No, not at so. all. Absolutely not. Because right. it tells you a lot of things. Right. It's like asking a question without asking it. True. Mm-hmm. That's very true. All right, listen. Um, it's the new question that gives you a ton of answers that you may or may not want. Really? Right. You know so what I mean? True. That is very true. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, of course, uh, I know you were watching, Julia, at your cabin. Um, it's our story we can't get enough of, and that was uh, the funeral, and more importantly, our gossiping eyes and what do we see between Williams and Charles. We'll be right back. Well, after a lifetime of walking two steps behind his wife, Prince Philip was laid to rest, and the queen actually followed him in his Land Rover hearse, which he designed. She right. did not go first. And um, uh, James Longman from GMA is mm-hmm. reporting. We just got a little audio. Prince Philip's funeral was a moving military tribute to a man of service. It was also a chance for Princes William and Harry to reunite after more than a year apart. But above all, it was a chance for a family to support a queen in mourning. She's still in official mourning for her husband, but the queen apparently carrying on just as Philip would have wanted. Thought to be driving herself out of Windsor Castle the day after his funeral for a walk with her two corgis. Driving herself for a walk. The family reunited for the service, but Prince Harry expected to fly back to California today to be with Archie and pregnant wife Meghan. The Sussexes say doctors advised against travel, but the Duchess sent a handwritten note and wreath, watching instead on TV. The Duke's funeral reunited Harry with his family in person for the first time since that bombshell interview with Oprah. The brothers walking behind Philip's coffin, as they did more than two decades ago with their grandfather, behind the casket of their mother Diana. Afterwards, the brothers seen walking out of the chapel together, seeming to share some quiet words, apparently at the urging of Kate, the Duchess of Cambridge, a sign of hope perhaps in the siblings' notably strained relationship. Much has been made of the role that Kate has played. She's been described as a peacemaker in this feud. We did see following the service that when the brothers were were walking together with her, she kind of hung back a little bit so that the two of them could have a conversation just themselves. It's very important to everyone in the family that these brothers reconcile. Oh, and that it, was very okay. heartwarming. So we tuned it in. Yeah. And um, that was really heartwarming because, you know, when you are with family members, if they weren't talking to you, how uncomfortable. And I love it that Kate kind of initiated it. And then she kind of backed off because you could watch them walking together and she kind of held back. She probably was also balancing on the cobblestones in her stilettos oh, and couldn't walk quite as fast as, as I can't those believe two, the yeah. shoes that they wear I know. walking around the streets. But it was really, that was heartwarming. That was an emotional service. It really was. I think we've got a little bit more uh, from James. The final farewell to Philip, a smaller affair due to the pandemic, but no less grand. A 50-minute service at St. George's Chapel, where Meghan and Harry were married. Just 30 close friends and family allowed. A green Land Rover Philip helped design, carrying his coffin, which was draped in his flag. His sword and naval cap placed on top, along with flowers and a handwritten note from the Queen. 
Philip spent a lifetime two paces behind her, but for once she followed him. A quick glance back at his casket before heading inside. Elizabeth saying goodbye to her beloved husband and partner of 73 years. Millions of hearts broke watching her sit alone, apart from her family because of social distancing. But they were mended moments later as the national anthem rang out for her. Before Philip was finally laid to rest in the royal vault. And these words from the Queen years ago, quoted over and over this weekend, grief is the price we pay for love. That, but that is a very true statement. Very. You can't have intense grief if you don't have intense love. And the, the, the singing was so beautiful oh. and there were only four. Yeah, it was... It was Only a, four yeah. people to make, and it was such a big sound. And it was it, moving, but it was sad seeing the queen sit all by herself. With her head just yeah. dipped almost all the way down. She apparently left a handwritten note for her prince You could Philip. see it. Yeah. You could see it. And yeah, it was, I talked about it, you know, with my mom and... And she just, like, she really loved all the, she's like, you know, when the Navy did the bugle thing, yes. what they usually, I think it's called Last Post, where, like, the battle mm-hmm. cry, you know, they did that, and Philip planned the whole thing. And I thought when they were walking behind the Hearst. Land Rover hearse, yes. that William, um, he just looked kind of mad. And, but Peter Phillips, the oldest grandson he kind of would step back a little bit so in some of the shots that you could see the William brothers and Harry next kind to of, each other kind yeah. of but they did i read everything obsessively so I. Uh, they did they do it in the order the middle kid is the oldest grand so it was the two oldest kids and the next kids yeah. of prince philip and then the grand they were in birth order got it you know, Got and uh, so it was uh, when they walked out. Now we've heard that Harry is going to wait until his Maybe. grandmother turns 95 tomorrow. Right. And go back and lip readers deciphered what was said. Between the two brothers when they walked out of the church after the funeral. Yes. Here's what uh, William said to Harry. Um, Harry must have said, well, that was great. And he said, yes, it was great, wasn't it? And then Harry said, it was as he wanted it. And then William said, absolutely beautiful service, the music. And that's all we have um, of, of the, the lip, the lip Lori, reading. It's so funny because you know the whole world was zoning in, trying to Which watch. Which felt kind of macabre because here is this man, I know. but we couldn't help it. You that's can't what help we it were there for. Right, is the yeah. reckoning of these two, the making up of these two brothers, realizing love is greater than you know our role. Right. Um, But he was also supposed to go on a walk with his dad today. They did hang out together yesterday, the family. Um, It's noted that some of them didn't acknowledge Harry um, ahead of time, but they could have been just in their own grief moment because Prince Philip was loved by everybody. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll see what happens. I I just feel like it's the beginning. Nothing like a walk to clear the air. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They say because you're not facing each other, you can get through a lot of situations. Rocco, know that if you ever have to have a hard conversation with somebody, they say walk or go for a car ride. I think walking's better because that way no emotions, because the driver can't be emotional if you're driving. But they do say that. Mm -hmm. Anywho, I thought that was a moving, it was was beautiful too. It it really was. And then... um, 73 years together. So she's known him and been crazy for him since she was 13 years old. That's a long time to mm. really adore someone. You know, you go through. She had a crush. She had, yeah, she yeah. had an early had a crush, crush on him. Lilibet. Lilibet is what his nickname was for her. They just seemed. It was fun looking at all the old photos. I know, but yeah. we're okay. And moving she on. released a really great photo of the two of them. Buckingham Palace did on yeah. Saturday, and uh, the AP style. On Friday, maybe tried to start something by tweeting something about how you don't call a mistress a mistress. You refer to her as a companion. I told you that on Friday. Close confident. You weren't here on Friday. No, but I talked to you about this last week, and I said, what's the name for it? Yeah, and uh, so she was there, that lady, Penny Snatchbull. Oh, honestly. (laughs) Her. Snatchbull. She always shows up. (laughs) She always shows up. So anyway, I mean, yeah, it it was kind of like, oh, I can't believe that we're gonna look look at the body language between Prince Harry and the and the royal family. Are. But I did, and I read everything Come about on. it, and that's who we are. Yeah, and um, you know, I think Charles is was probably pretty happy that the funeral narratives were solely about William and Harry and how they react towards each other because people went back and they're watching The Crown and season four of The Crown was terrible for Charles. Him, for Charles. So this is good. And the thing is, but I, I wish... also think he wants his sons to get along. I think he's bigger than that, Laurie. He's well, a dad. I mean, look, at um, you know, Elizabeth married Philip and mm-hmm. her family did not think he was appropriate. No. The German, the Hun, uh-huh. the Nazi. Uh-huh. Charles... Married another woman, but was always in love with Camilla, and he gets to marry the woman that he loves. I'm assuming Kate and William love each other, mm-hmm. but, you know, William lawyered up with the son and everything about the Rose of Chumley affair that was happening. Why are they so mad that Harry is protecting the woman he loved when there's think, examples of that that well, have already happened? I, well, I think they're moving through it, Lori. All right. I think people are moving through it. I think it was a big, jarring thing to have someone quit. The monarchy. I mean, he left. Yeah. I think that was a big deal. This hasn't been done in a yeah. long, long time. Yeah. So I think that was a big well, deal. And it I think it, have, takes, it didn't have to of be course done. Not, but it did. It, but, it was done. And that is Harry's thing is that he didn't quit. He felt that he was forced out. So the right. fact that you think he that's no, where that's okay. where they are he having a difference. Out. But but I think time heals all wounds is all I'm going to say. Uh, well, this uh, they've had a year. This is hopefully, you know, what is going to happen mm-hmm. with their. It's probably what their grandfather would have liked because by all accounts he liked Megan and he yes. very much liked Diana. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And the only person he didn't like was that Fergie. Fergie. The trash. 
as he probably called her, but no, voted, he, had voted, a, voted. he had a really good name for her. Was that it? Very, very, very trash. She, he considered her trash. I know. Below. That and was then, it. She's below. Below. And that can be, wow. Below what? Below what is mm-hmm. right. All right, listen, we come back. Last night, the CMAs were happening. We've got the fashion. We've got some of the performances posted. And we're going to talk about what happened at the show. Hey everybody, there's a little flashback to NSYNC for you. And last night we had uh, the CMAs, the Country Music Awards, uh, live from Nashville's Grand Old Opry, Ryman Auditorium, and Bluebird Bluebird Cafe. And the show opened with a full-on show because it was Miranda Lambert and Al King doing their song, Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. And the greatest outfits. I like that song. They looked so cute. Elle King is pregnant, but it was really the performance that we needed in all the fashion. It was not much of a red carpet, there, but there was a little bit of a red carpet. And the people that were at um, the Grand Old Opry and the Ryman were all healthcare workers. Right. And Keith Urban and Mickey Guyton um, hosted, op- hosted the show. And um, I... I always just, I get a kick out of him, and I love Mickey Guyton. She had the most stunning outfit when she came out, this white outfit. Yes, beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. So it was a good, fun, fun uh, way to open the show. And um, this, they usually, um, yeah, they didn't, and oh, and there was one underneath the bridge, and then there were a couple of outside. They're at the Bluebird Cafe. They had um, some a different few. things from around different areas. Yeah, and um, Miranda Lambert duetted with Chris Stapleton, and it was just absolutely beautiful. They were at the Bluebird Cafe. And she did that because his wife is a doula, and she had a, a commitment, a baby was being born. Got so it. she couldn't do it. So he asked her at the last minute, can you step in? Okay, got it, got and, it, got and it. Do it. And then Marin Morris and her husband, Ryan Hurd, had a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. They were singing their song. And then, of course, um, you know, uh, Dolly Parton introduced Carrie Underwood, who's got a gospel album it's coming amazing. out. It's she. Their performance was amazing. So do we have a little bit of we it? We have a little bit of it. It was with, uh, she performed. At one point, CeCe Winans came out. So, yes. Rocco, you got that? That's it. Oh, is that it? it yeah. She had a beautiful oh. dress on. And I mean, she sang like a medley of gospel songs. It was really quite gorgeous. And then the the the, the, the performance that really blew me away. That was the one for me. Oh, was, by the way. Did you see Dirk Spentley and, and Warren uh, uh, Treaty, I think they're called? They were at the Station Inn. And... Um, they did a bluegrass cover of "In the Name of Love." Mm-hmm. You too. That was. I saw it. it was that was very unexpected. And the station in it's a legendary bluegrass venue, and the owner J.T. Gray died in March, um, just days after the Grammys. And that was a big place for a lot of people okay. when they were up and coming. Anyway, it, it was that was really. I thought that was really a great performance, too. Like I said, we have these... Uh, and Keith Urban posted. has a new song, but when he was playing it, the audio on his, his voice wasn't loud. It, the instruments overpowered him, I thought, a or little tumbleweed. bit. And then Dan and Shay, they said they, people thought that they um, lip-synced and they were having a little technical difficulty, but I do like those, too. 
I thought it was a fun show. The ratings are way down for every award show. Ratings are way, way, way down. Well, I will tell you this. The Academy of Country Music Awards trounced American Idol by 2 million viewers. I watched one performer on American <laughs> Idol, this kid who forgot the lyrics. Yeah. But he was, and he cried. Um, it was, he sang a great song, but it was amazing. Katie, I thought. I watched one song. Okay, that's all I can make it for on American Idol. One well, performer. Yeah, they went from 12 to 6 people. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so... Or Katy Perry looked 12 really pretty. to 9, and they're taking the top 9 to Disney uh, World to try and, I guess, get everybody infected with COVID. I don't know. They're probably... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, th- it's an odd... It's an odd uh, thing. Yeah. You everything's know. odd right now, but they're probably making sure the kids get the shots and everything's being taken care of. And then Leslie Jordan got to do an introduction. Well, he that came was out, hysterical. He came out in a cowboy suit and some nice heels, and he seemed delighted. And he was delighted. Delighted. Dolly introduced him and said he was her longtime friend, but mm-hmm. he just gave an interview that he just met her. Mm-hmm. So that's how fast Dolly mm-hmm. will become your friend. That's well, he, good. he did um, Leslie Jordan. His book comes out like next week, I think. And um, his gospel album, is Company's Coming. Yeah, is out. Mm-hmm. But he did one of his Instagram things like, you know, hey, all you hunger, hunker downers. Um, I just flew home. I'm with. I'm coming home to be with my mama and my sisters, my twin sisters. How old and are my the twin sisters? I have no they idea. They must be in their 70s. But he says, I've been here for two days and I haven't wanted to go see them. What's wrong with me? <laughs> he, he's so, his Instagram is very honest and funny and he always has a story. Yeah. Do we have another little audio? Maybe Mickey Guyton singing? Okay, let's listen. She's beautiful. Beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, poor Blake Shelton. I mean, he tried. I've decided <laughs> I um. <laughs> He can't hit the notes like he did 20 years ago. Why is that, though? Other people can. I don't know. He did a throwback performance of one of his songs from like 20 years ago. I was unimpressed. And I like him. I just was kind of like, ugh. Yeah, I know. That's, that's kind of felt like it was a waste of time. And they didn't give very many awards out. It was they don't. It's like the Grammys. It's yeah. their. It's the country music awards Grammys. Yeah, there's a limited amount of awards, like eight. Or yeah. nine or something. No, so it, it was it was really she was really good. Mickey Guyton, I like that. I, she's just a star. And uh, Keith Urban was just rocking when he played tumbleweed. I he mean, was, his it was arm fun was watching him. Like and crazy. I, he's another one. All right, so I have an issue with neck tattoos. Um, he's got a flame or a dragon that's coming up closely to his neck, and I'm like, wow. I know. Just leave it around. Leave your necks alone, people, because it just is. It's. It's like you want to wash the dirt off that area. I'm so I, bad. I have a bone to pick with the A's, the the uh, AC, the CMAs. Excuse me, Luke Bryan, Entertainer of the Year. Oh no! Remember last year that it was the tie when Thomas Rhett and Carrie mm-hmm. Underwood split it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. I mean, you had women like Carrie. No, Mary no Morris. women. Lori, no women were nominated. That. What I'm saying is that is absolutely well, terrible. We you have talked, yes. Miranda Lambert. Yes. You have Ashley McBride. You have Mickey Guyton, Marin Morris, and zero are nominated, and they give it to that old ice cream cone, Luke Bryan. I don't know. I just, I just. Well, they. I, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like that they got that so wrong. It was already wrong. I know, but even won, that yeah, he yeah. won is just so uh, vanilla. Anyway. Well, it would have been Eric Church, 
Thomas Which, Brett or Chris Stapleton. I would have been happy with Eric Church because he was blistering on the song he played. And he's, um, I like him because he's really being a huge advocate for talking to the country fans who don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, he is. He's being very um, vocal about it. And yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. Um he performed Bunch of Nothing, which is a new song from his just released album. And uh, he's got a great gal who's his backup singer. He's good. Yeah, he's really good. Okay, in other music news, Laurie, no. do you have any more country music news? Just if you want to look at, look the, at the fashion, fashions. and if you want to see some of the performances, those are posted for your pleasure. I don't suppose you watched it at all, Rocco. Correct. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> do you like country music? Not really mainstream Nashville country music now, but, you know, I'll dabble around the fringes of alt country. Yeah. But do, you, yeah. do you like Post Malone? Um, no. Okay, my Post Malone got, had a big milestone over the weekend. What happened He's 25 years old. He's the youngest artist in history to have three songs hit diamond status. And I'll remind you what diamond status is. Is it 2 million? Is. No, it's 10. 10 million It's a songs. single with something... Um, it's you need to read at least 10 million units combining sales or streaming. And so the only people who have this is Elton John has it for one song, um, Candle in the Wind. Then it is um, Katy Perry has it, Eminem has it, Ed Sheeran has it, Lady Gaga has it for Bad Romance, Justin Bieber and Ludacris have it for Baby, and then Post got three. Wow. So he's with Katy Perry, Eminem, and Ed Sheeran. They all have it for three. Mm-hmm. So it's for Congratulations, Rockstar, and Sunflower. So that's a big darn deal. Posty. Mm-hmm. Didn't a few minutes ago you say you had a problem with neck tattoos? I know yeah, he has know face it. ones. I know. Okay. I know. Just I do. I, I do. If you have a problem with them, don't get one. That's what I would say. And I'm yeah. and I'm listening to that, Lori. Yeah. Thank you for that yeah. guidance. Because uh-huh. I was just wondering, you know, I'm, I'm, it's been so long since I wanted to get a tattoo. I mm-hmm. feel like I could... Al King had a new one right underneath the soft part of her neck, and I thought that had to hurt like hell. Is it big? I didn't see it. It, it kind of is. It kind yeah. of, Rocco, you can maybe see it. I'm going to Google it here. Google yeah. it. Anyway, and she's pregnant, and she is, whose daughter is she? I think Rob Schneider. I think you're right, Lori. It's who Al King, right. and I love her voice, and she's she's pregnant, but... I'm like, is that a necklace? And I'm like, oh no, she's got a fresh tattoo under the soft part of her neck. Yeah, she that she, would hurt like oh, heck. Mm-hmm. I would. She's think. darling. Yeah, she is. She's got two tattoos on her face. Yeah, and I loved that she and Miranda had leather jackets on with blue and pink fringe all the way to the floor with their belt. They were almost like disco country Barbie dolls. They were. They looked so great. I was saying, Lori, we could sew that fringe onto something we own. Mm-hmm. I've got an old leather jacket. A little glitter, a little something, something. All right, listen, when we come back, we are going to talk about a vomit-inducing interview that I personally watched, because I knew you wouldn't watch it, Julia, and I could just <laughs> fill you in. I but love it, that you do the painful it work for us. vomit-inducing this interview. We'll be right back. Life was a hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, I know that probably there's a lot of people who don't give a you-know-what what Sharon Karen Osborne has to say, but I did want to see her sit down with uh, Bill Maher, yes. which is where she decided she would take her victimhood and be coddled by Bill because uh, she created this whole situation. Now she's crying that she's the victim after she told Cheryl Underwood, don't you cry. I'm the one who's supposed to be mm-hmm, crying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was 
Okay, so how did it start out? So at the beginning so, of the show, so Bill Bill comes out and he does his monologue yep, for yep, yep. a few minutes, and there are limited audience members uh, that Allowed. are there. It's not, okay. yeah, it's not full, but you know, people are there, and he does his thing, and then he sits down and has a one on one, with someone, and he gave her thirteen minutes. Now, usually, it's like an eight minute segment. Sure. He gave her thirteen minutes, and. Um, I've been disappointed with Bill because, like, he had on a couple months ago Megan Kelly to whine about cancel culture. He had on Kellyanne Conway. He's just really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't get where he's coming from right. with this. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And um, anyway, she she thought that, you know, she and that they could have this whole emotional conversation and and and, and Sharon got emotional about that Sharon was canceled because she defended Pierce Morgan. And I thought, well, what did Jada not answer the phone call for the red table talk? Cause I would have mm. loved to have seen that. Right. But she goes on with, uh, and I think she just felt comfortable about smugly complaining about being held accountable for her racism. Did he ask her any pressing questions? He, she was so indignant and he was indignant for her that she was just, speaking out and that she's unfairly being called a racist and um and all she did you know she said i just was trying to defend his free speech and 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 she said uh you know you know i'm not a racist and i mean obviously she hadn't bothered to watch the talks return last week oh that's too bad where she might have learned that it's not about politically correct language but maybe how quick you are to dismiss or silence somebody else's feelings and that's what she did to cheryl underwood mm-hmm. when she was pointing out kind of well pierce is really all over Meghan markle it's so unfair and i you know like and then sharon just quickly dismissed it right and um and then Holly Robinson Pete. Oh, because Sharon Bill did ask her about Leah Remini and Holly Robinson Pete. Former talk hosts that she had worked with. That, that she got fired. About, she, she got, got fired. She was right. instrumental in firing. Yeah. Notice how silent Marie Osmond is being. And um Bill asked her about that accusation about her calling Leah Remini Italian slurs and calling Holly Robinson. Pete Ghetto, and she just said, it's just disgruntled ladies, is how she put it. And so, um, uh, she, you know, what's her name? Uh, Holly Robinson Pete, she was quick. She quickly fired back um, at her. And um, she said, so I'm told this lady told Bill Maher that Leah Remini and I are disgruntled. Disgruntled, didn't watch. Did Bill, who knows us both, push back or did he coddle and commiserate? Like he did with Kellyanne and mm-hmm. Megan, and um, and I just think, well, sure, maybe you don't do or say racist things, then mm-hmm. you wouldn't have gotten involved in this. This is all a thing of her own making, and it, there wasn't one point 
in her conversation where with Bill. Where she said, maybe I could have done things different, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know what, I, I, I handled it wrong. Mm-hmm. I could have done this instead, but I was too much in my ego, and I was too, no. I felt too backed against the wall, only because of from my own doing, but I couldn't get out of it. I mean, no, because that's what needs she, to happen sometimes. All she sometimes. did is, I have been unfairly called a racist. Right, that's too I bad. am being canceled that's by woke fault, people. And there's no accountability. Yeah, she didn't say once. Well, listen, I worked with Cheryl for 11 years. She's a good friend. I should have handled it better. Right. She That's hasn't learned anything. Expect. And it made me remember when The View producers, remember when Rosie Prez was a yeah. host for a well, year? Of course I do. And she had apologized to Kelly Osborne because Rosie called her out. Kelly was like guest hosting. And Rosie called her out after Kelly Osborne asked... Um, a rhetorical question of President Trump, who's going to clean his toilets if he kicks Latinos out of the right, country? Right. And Kelly Osborne cried and said people will think she's a racist. And the producers told Rosie she needed to apologize during the show, and she didn't. And she apologized on Twitter, but ended up, you know... Getting fired. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I just feel like Sharon was really... I think her whole ap- accountability cancel culture is just... Well, there's... Finally, a new rule, you know, because Bill Maher has the rules, new rule. Yeah. Um, let's retire the word woke because unaccountability is exhausting. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people confusing consequences for their actions with being canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it just was really Sharon. She didn't say one. But I guess the thing. other thing is, you know, you can you can we people make mistakes people do make mistakes but, but she then did not own up to she it did not or ha- have a conversation that she to did me not. is the part that i don't get she's where learned, the ego can't let go she's learned nothing she's missed the whole point and she created this whole it's situation bad it could have been an interesting conversation where she if she would have just looked a little bit at her behavior i don't understand why people don't take a pause and think cuz i always do you I look at a situation, okay, what was my role? What was your role? How, you know, we were heated. What was it? And then move on from there. But at least. Well, I mean, you can't smugly complain about being held accountable for your racist adjacent BS while remaining completely indignant that you did anything wrong in the first place. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not moving forward. Mm -hmm. And Bill Maher. Uh, that his show, I guess, is the best place for that because uh, he's the same way. Sharon sat down with Bill and explained through tears that all she did was just to defend Pierce Morgan. Yeah, I know. To, you know, and and I refuse to have that label, Bill. The disgruntled ladies. I mean, you know, she's out of a job she's and done. she's done, and maybe just stop dismissing and silencing people who's actually experienced something. They, yeah. And then she called Harry. The poster boy of white privilege. They went down this whole hairy um, conversation, and she's like, "Well, he's a privileged white man. Well, he's he the was. very epitome of it." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, have, Apple, have you met the tree or the kettle? Have you met the black pot or whatever the saying is?" It's pretty you know? good. Is that pretty good? Mm-hmm. One of those. <laughs> one of those means something. Okay, so. <sighs> Thank you for watching. It just was. And we don't have it, to. It was it was painful, and they were trending for a while, and basically everyone was just telling, you know, both of them to sit down and shut up. Okay, there yeah. you go. The yeah. show that I'm getting through slow. Oh, The Serpent? I'm in pain. The Serpent. I watched yet another episode, so I've only got one left. Rocco, how many are you in? I'm still just at one. Okay. Okay, so I have one left. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word.
It's a nail biter. My brother is sending me a note. And he well, said, they can only watch one at a time. Are you trying to kill me? Mm-hmm. He said between zero 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 and or the loved. serpent. I have so much anxiety. I love zero zero zero. That was wild so show. good, though. That was a wild. But show. this serpent, oh, because it's a true story. Yes, and how easily people got a lot of stuff on in traveling, yeah. and how people disappeared. You wonder how many people really this guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. It was, it's a nail. I can only make it through, and I have to pause it, because I'm worried. I get the anxieties. Things start happening, and I'm like, it's just, it's okay. Yeah, it is an anxiety-provoking show. I, I told another girlfriend about it. It she's is. She's like, why did you tell me to watch that show? It's bringing <laughs> up so many um, anxieties that I had. And I some, said, you like those shows, though. I guess I do. You not? I guess I know you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't like to be that uncomfortable, but yeah, I'm taking this one in slowly. Yeah, and then we watch Promising Young Woman at the cabin, the Carrie oh Mulligan my gosh, movie. Gosh, that's an intense and that movie. So started good. out, and I just said I'm going to go outside and work the land. Was it too intense? Yeah, my friends watched it and loved it. They all loved it and said you checked out way too early. You gave up way too early. But I was just like, ah, yeah, I'll try it again. Again, your Virgo self called in. You're like, what could I be doing that's more productive than this? I totally did. I went and um, (laughs) cleaned up sticks and made a big fire. You know. Listen, I get it. I I get it. Plus, it was nice out and you're doing something. I was just going to watch it. But I made everyone. I said, we have to watch. We have to watch this. And it was all me because I said, Lori said it was so good. They're like, huh? Yeah. You don't, you guys, we don't have to watch anymore. They're all like, we want to. And I'm like, okay, I gotta go. I'm oh, man. All right, we'll all be right. back.